Welcome to C3 Church, Queens Beach. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoyed this message today. Very excited to come and uh, preach to you. A bit of a, a revelation of mine, uh, which is resolutions to revelations. Yeah. And so I'm sorry to disappoint you if you thought we were going to be dipping into the book of Revelations, but I thought, I thought we better not go that deep. Uh, the start of the year. But let me share a little bit of a story with you. So when I was a child, my brother and I, um, we went to school together, went to primary school, and our classes were very close together as he was in year three and I was in pre-primary. And like every younger brother, I aspired to be a big kid like him. So much so that I I used to plan uh, many weeks the ways that I could escape my classroom and make it Uh, my great debut in the year three class with my brother. And so after many hours, many weeks, many days, maybe many years of planning, the day had come. And so here I went. I broke out of my class and ran down to my brother's year three class. And unfortunately, the hype was quickly stolen away from me as I got caught out (laughs) red-handed. Anyway, so after I got told off, pulled away, my teachers asked me, why? Why did you run away? And my response was, I'm a big kid now. I can wipe my own bottom. (laughs) Yes. So that was maybe one of my first goals, or some may say New Year's resolutions I've ever made. So this morning... I would love to chat about our New Year's resolutions, about taking things a step forward from not just taking, making resolutions, but taking and creating opportunities and moments where we can step into revelations. So taking our resolutions to revelations. And so perhaps 2018 was not as successful as you'd hoped to be. Maybe 2018 was everything that you dreamed of. Uh, this morning, church, can I again remind us of our church vision? It says this in John 10.10. 10. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect. Life in its fullness until you overflow. And Jesus comes to give you life and life to the full. And Jesus has a fresh revelation of life and life to the full for you this morning. Did you know the custom of New Year's resolutions began during uh, two millennia ago, a long time ago in Rome? And uh, they used to make resolutions such as, um, how can they be a better person? How can I be nice to my fellow friend? But Rome in the 4th century actually took Christianity as its official state of religion. And uh, these moral intentions were replaced with prayer and fasting. But these days, it seems that uh, there's an influence of us uh, reaching a tangible and uh, reaching a, a societal standard. And some of these things can look like losing weight getting organized, learning a new skill or hobby, having more money, spending less money, quitting smoking, spending more time with family and friends, traveling more, which these things are important. They're healthy to do and work towards, though there are revelations far greater, far substantial that God wants to reveal to you. And as, um, as we prioritize Him, these things can come to life. 
2 Corinthians 4, 16 to 18 says this. So we are not giving up. How could we, even though on the outside it often looks like things are falling apart on us? On the inside where God is making new life. Not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. These hard times are small potatoes compared to the coming good times. The lavish celebration prepared for us. There's far more here than meets the eye. That's right, the Bible and Optimus Prime say this, so it must have good meaning. The things we see now here today are gone tomorrow, but the things we can't see now will last forever. Today, God has a fresh revelation. God has a calling, a purpose on your life for 2019. And that as we lean on uh, Him, as we push in to draw closer to Christ, it is through Him that we can achieve these things. And so... God calls us far beyond losing weight, giving up smoking. Uh, But as we surrender our lives to Him, there is an outworking from the inside out. And so rather than just plan a resolution, step into fresh revelation this morning. Ask Jesus, what do you call for me for 2019? What can I do to have more of you within my life? C.S. Lewis says this, Imagine yourself as a living house. God comes in to rebuild that house. At first, perhaps you can understand what he is doing. He is getting the drains right and stopping the leaks in the roof and so on. You knew that those jobs needed doing and so you're not surprised. But presently, he starts knocking the house about in a way that hurts abdominally and does not seem to make any sense. What on earth is he up to? The explanation is that he is building quite a different house from the one you thought of. Throwing out a new wing here, putting on an extra floor there, running up towers, making courtyards. You thought you were being made into a decent little cottage. But he is building a palace and he intends to come and live in it himself. And you know, we can place ourselves in a perspective that God has come and given us salvation and that's it. He has come and given us salvation, and that's the pinnacle of our Christian walk. But no, we are a people that Jesus lives in, that He is shaping and building us up where the world would know His name through us. And so this morning, declare Jesus' life to come again this morning. And uh, open your hearts to receive an encouraging word for 2019, that this would be a year that the Holy Spirit would move through us for 2019. Let's quickly pray this morning, church. Why don't you bow your heads? Father God, we surrender this morning to you, that you would speak to us, Father. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place, that God, we believe that you have called us out not to live a mediocre life, but Father, to live extraordinary, to live a life and life to its fullness. And we pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. My first point this morning is step out with faith. Don't step into a new year, but let's step out in faith. And uh, we'll have a time at the end uh, to wait on God and ask Him what He is calling you to for this year. But a couple of things that He may be calling you to is, could be the aspect of the Bible. Perhaps He's calling you to a yearly Bible plan, uh, getting into a routine of reading regularly or trying something new, reading a new version of the Bible or getting a Bible commentary or books on the Bible. Or maybe He's calling you to go to Bible college. Perhaps he's calling you to the aspect of prayer. Perhaps coming along to prayer meetings more regularly or pairing up with a friend to pray for each other. Getting up early, as dreadful and hard as it is, or staying up late, praying to him.
Perhaps he's calling you to the aspects of relationships. Maybe there are some broken relationships in your world that God is calling you to make the first move to reconnect. Or maybe God is calling you to forgive someone today. Perhaps he's calling you to spend more time with your kids or building a deeper connection within your marriage. Perhaps he's calling you to join a connect group or run a connect group this year or even joining Alpha. Perhaps he's calling you to give, to give this year, give that 10%. And sometimes, you know, this can be financially hard. It's a hard topic to talk about. But God says, test me. I will never, never leave you or forsake you. Maybe God's calling you to be a little bit hardcore this year and give 20%. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Perhaps he's calling you to give to beyond this year. Maybe he's calling you out in the marketplace to start your own business or work towards a workplace promotion or praying for a new job or a better job. Perhaps uh, sharing your faith, taking that second half of our church vision of live it, share it, and acting on our plus one moments of... um, yeah, perhaps that looks like stepping out, sharing your, your testimony with a family member or a friend or sharing on a Sunday of, on Share My Story, perhaps going on a mission trips like these Bali guys have joined us today, doing an amazing job over there, by the way, guys. Perhaps serving, joining a team this year or even running a team. And, you know, just thinking about these things, I don't know about you, but I automatically doubt myself. I would automatically say that I can't do this, but... Can I remind you again, church, that we don't do this in our own strength. Have you heard of the story of Moses? Good guy. <laughs> Moses, the man through God, got, was called out to free the Israelites pe- Israelite people from the hands of the emperor out of Egypt and all the way to the shores to the promised land. Unfortunately, he, um, he got them out of Egypt, but he died at the shores of the Jordan. But before his death, he said this to his people. Because, because the Lord loves you, the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of bondage. You know, though Moses said this, the, the people of Israel, they saw this guy as their leader, that he was the guy that always got them through. So you could imagine as they saw this Jordan that separated them from the promised land, they were overwhelmed, they were lost, they had no idea what to do. But the Lord said this to Joshua, Joshua 3, 7, 8. This day I will begin to magnify and exalt you in the sight of all of Israel, so that they may know, just as I was with Moses, I will be with you, and you shall command the priests who carry the Ark of the Covenant, saying, when you come to the edge of the waters of the Jordan, you shall stand still in it. And just as the Israelite people stepped out, trusted in the Lord, and parted the Jordan, so will you as you trust in Him. Jeremiah 17, 7-10 says this, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes. For its leaves remain green and is not anxious in the year of drought. For it does not cease to bear fruit. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind. To give, every, to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his deeds. Me, as a young kid, I couldn't speak properly for a very long time. As well, I was diagnosed with dyslexia and ADD, and I, I used to have breakdowns uh, trying to express myself and communicate. 
And my mother, so desperate to try and help me, she tried everything from speech therapists, pediatricians, and, and so on. As overwhelming and upsetting this would have been for my mother, just as the Israelites felt, lost, confused, worthless, God called them to the promised land. God called them far greater than they thought. And just as God calls me to speak his truth, speak his gospel today. And so my mother, born not knowing who Christ was, asked Jesus to help her son, to help me. And she believes that from that prayer, from that day, I stand here speaking. I stand here because of that. So we can doubt ourselves, but we cannot doubt the power of Jesus Christ who lives within us. So let's start this year strong. Let's not start from a place that I can't do this, but through Jesus, I do this through you. And that together we can do this, church. We have a God who does the impossible. So let's step out in faith. Let's believe that as we do, our community would be influenced and would know the love of Jesus within us. With starting uh, the New Year strong with any calling, you can picture it like a bobsled. Interesting. You have to get a really good run-up to sustain it. You have to know the time to push and to give it enough power. And you need to know when it's time to jump in and let God guide you. Where I encourage you, church, with everything, there's a time to run, to work, but even more important, to rest and make sure you're not outworking God's calling out of your own strength. Which leads me to my second point, which is stand strong. How will you stand strong in your purpose, in your calling for 2019? Reality is the world is not full of sunshine and rainbows, which I'm sure you already know. <laughs> Billy Graham says this, though. The will of God will not take us where the grace of God cannot sustain us. God never takes away something from your life without replacing it with something better. Take one day at a time. Today, after all, is the tomorrow you're worried about yesterday. That's a mouthful. God has given us two hands, one to receive with and the other to give. God has given us two hands, one to receive with and the other to give. We can take oppositions and challenges two ways, critically or constructively. We can give up or we can take the opportunity to draw closer to God, to draw closer to Jesus. You know, God is always willing, but his will only moves through our willingness. We need to maintain a habit of continuously going to him. So take the time. Be willing to sacrifice time to wait on him to accept his grace and reflect on what to work towards. The world can throw at you all kinds of things. Take Moses again, for example. Great guy, still a great guy. He was called to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt early in his life. However, he killed an Egyptian man. He chose to neglect the calling and took up living in guilt and shame rather than asking for forgiveness and receiving God's grace. You know, I love when we ask Jesus for forgiveness. His response is always yes. And so Moses did. He, he, he asked for forgiveness and he took up and stepped into the calling and led the Israel, Israelite people out of Egypt. But you know, we can be our biggest enemy. We can ask for forgiveness. Ask Jesus for forgiveness. For, and he forgives us there and then, but we keep going on, not forgiving ourselves. Psalms 37, 23 to 24. The steps of the God-pursuing ones follow firmly in the footsteps of the Lord. And God delights in every step they take to follow him. 
If they stumble badly, they will still survive, for the Lord lifts them up with his hands. It's important to set up a good game plan to practically achieve and stand strong. A couple of recommendations that has worked for me is thinking of a way that you can measure yourself, whether that be feedback from others, self-reflection, or an actual measuring tool, creating short, medium, and long-term checkpoints leading up to the purpose or the calling where this makes it more attainable rather than feeling like you're trying to reach the full distance each time you try. But breaking it down allows you to measure your progress, gives you confidence each time you grow. But the flip side is, sometimes we also need to look at areas to work towards. We're not perfect, and which not reaching these checkpoints can come clear early on, where then we can focus, surrender, and grow in. Jesus displays through his ministry with his disciples, the importance of brothers and sisters working together. And we are to do this together. Can I have the band up, please? To support and encourage each other to life and life to the full. 1 Corinthians 12, 25 to 27 says this, The way God designed our bodies is a model for understanding our lives together as a church. Every part dependent on every other part. The parts we mentioned and the parts we don't. The parts we see and the parts we don't. If one part hurts, every other part is involved in the hurt and in the healing. If one part flourishes, every other part enters into exuberance. You are Christ's body. That's who you are. You must never forget this. Only as you accept your part does your part mean anything. God calls us to a significant part this morning, church. That he's called this church to be a church where people's lives would be changed, where freedom would come from things that are not of God, where broken people and broken homes would find love and comfort in our Father Jesus, who is love through this church. But the church isn't just a building. It isn't just the person who comes up here and speaks on the mic. It isn't Pastor Steve or Pastor Nicole. But it's each and every one of us. We are the church. God calls us to a life to the full again this morning, church. God calls you to a 2019 to take up your part that could, be me, that could mean someone else's life changed. The things that are seen and the things that are known, God moves through our willingness. Let's step out in faith for 2019 and stand strong. Let's take our resolutions to a place of revelations. Right now, I'd like to invite you to stand up as we come to a time of worship, and you would have noticed these cards that were on your seat this morning. This is for you to write down what God is calling on your heart this morning, to take home as a reminder, to put in your, your wallet or on your fridge or on the back of your toilet door, however that works for you. Because what is written on this card is God breathed. And through His grace, through His power, these things would come to pass. So before we get into some worship and as the band starts to play, let me pray for us all, pray for these cards. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. We pray as we hold these cards that you, Jesus Christ, would speak to us. The Father, you call us out far greater than we are right now. So, Father, speak to us 
as we step into your faith, step into your grace, and step into your 2019 with life and life to the full. Come and speak to us, Jesus, this morning. Thanks so much for joining us today on this podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more of our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, head to c3hh.com.au forward slash give. 